Welcome everybody to your topic and focus. We are on to a new month. Today is May 1st. We are going to wrap up from last month's challenge, which was yoga. And uh, we kind of fizzled out a little bit on that. So we're yeah. going to talk a little bit about that and what our experience was. And then we're going to introduce the new challenge for this month. So before we get into that new challenge, what are your reflections on yoga and how yoga went? Oh, man. So I have mixed reviews. I, I liked it. I thought it was really helpful. We did a lot of the deep stretch ones, um, and that was great Like for sore muscle. I found it extremely hard to stick with and just way harder in general than I thought it was going to be. What was, uh, so those are two separate things. I'm assuming like hard, physically hard, kind of just doing it mentally hard, but then sticking with it. What do you think got in the way or we both struggled with it? So, yeah, I, I, I don't know if it was the length of it because, you know, each one was about 30 to 45 minutes, which should have no excuse during this time. Um, we have plenty of time or I do. But it was somehow just grueling for me to stick to that every day. Yes. Uh, Commitment. I'm, I'm going to touch on that because it was something that I reflected on and was thinking about. I agree. Same thing for me. I think I've been working from home, having these sessions, doing these things. And then I, I like get done at five or something and we're cooking dinner and all this other stuff. And it's like the last thing that I want to do. Every time that we did it, though. I felt really good. I, I felt great afterwards. My body felt great. I would feel super relaxed. There was one day when I was really stressed out. We hadn't done yoga all week, probably for like five, six days. And I was very frustrated and stressed and having a hard day. And we sat down and did a 45 minute yoga. And afterwards I felt night and day different, yeah. but I did not want to do it prior to yeah. it. I was over That was it. one day where I was actually the quote unquote good encouraging one where I was like, Hey dude, we got to do yoga. We're doing it. Like we're doing this video, sit down. Yeah. So I think some reflections for me are, you know, making, making anything like a task where obviously we're trying to do it where it's to build habits and to push ourselves. It's called a challenge for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to challenge ourselves but also built into that is, and in, built into any goal is you set a goal hoping that you'll achieve your goal, but sometimes you don't, and that's not the end of the world, mm-hmm. right? I, there was plenty of positives and equal negatives. Another thing that I, doing the meditation, the, the previous one, I think was a little bit easier. It just requires sitting, breathing. I'd already had practice doing it. And as I said about the yoga stuff before, I was really like hard on myself because I not good at it. There was moments where I started seeing myself get better or even just the stretches were getting deeper. And so I was like, oh, okay. I'm kind of, even my downward dog was getting a little bit better and I was actually kind of getting stoked. So (laughs) I definitely think it's something I might continue one or two days a week. Right. Touching on the same thing about how it relieved the stress. Like it really did a great job. I usually relieve that in the gym. So it's a different place for me. I've always wanted to do yoga for posture and muscles, stiffness and all of that. And I did notice some of that change. But one of the things that I noticed, and it's something that I think about a lot, and I I talk to clients in therapy about it and stuff, is this concept of participation without judgment. And I noticed I'm really, I will toot my own horn. I'm really good at that with most things. So like when it comes to 
I love my job, but getting up in the morning and going to work on most days when I have to drive half an hour and all these other things, I can get in my head and be like, oh God, I don't want to go to where work's going to suck. And the, the participation without judgment part is just engaging in the things without the pre sort of talk in your head about how much it's going to suck or all, you're putting judgments on the thing, right? So even when we were doing the meditation, it was a lot easier for me, I think just because I already know it's something I enjoy and I maybe sometimes late at night if we forgot is different. But this concept of being able to engage in things without your preconceived notions of how it's going to be or what you think about it already or how much time you don't have and how this is going to be and all of that, that actually creates its own semblance of like stress and distress about the thing, right? So it's like we both acknowledge that we might not have wanted to do the things and then afterwards we felt better. And I I would imagine everybody has that shared experience of there's a lot of things that you like have this like forethought of like, oh God, it's gonna suck and I don't want to do it and blah, blah, blah. And then after you're like, I'm really glad I did that. Yeah. So knowing that and eliminating the chatter in your brain ahead of time it's the same thing about get, when you have a long day and you're getting ready to go to work and you start your day already by looking at the clock and being like, oh my God, today is going to be such a long day and this is going to be horrible. Yeah, it just makes it worse. Right. And it drags it on. Yep. And that's, so that's a skill that I just want to acknowledge. And it's something that I noticed myself doing a lot with this and struggled more, maybe because yoga itself is uncomfortable or I'm not good at it. But I, so I was working on noticing that space and like really trying to bring it back to just like, just do the thing and stop the judgments while you're doing it too about how you're doing it bad and wrong and all of these other things. Just engage in the activity for the sake of it and see yeah. what the outcomes are, you know? A positive thing for me from it too was when I was doing it, um, I felt like I was super present, which is something I always struggle with. And I talked about that with the meditation too, but um, I felt really present when I was engaging in yoga. And I, I wonder if it's probably because it's something that was super uncomfortable and foreign to me. So I really had to focus on the video and what she was saying. You know, I, I didn't really have time to like drift off, even though we weren't doing like a heavy vinyasa flow or anything. I still, it was hard, yeah. even the basic ones we were doing. So that kept me present. And I thought that was a positive thing that I got out of it too. You feel like it was sort of bringing you back into your body too and, and, and engaging, she, you know, she's going lower yeah. that left sit bone and all, and you actually tap into really focusing on that space. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, just knowing you, there's a lot of spaces where you kind of drift away oh in, yeah in the thought and then like wherever queen else you of go. daydream and disassociation <laughs> yeah so i mean to do something like yoga where it's really focusing on bringing you back into your body and it sounds like it was a pleasurable nice thing for you to have those yeah moments. yeah, yeah. Well, once we were done even though i didn't want to do it like you said it was like oh i just had you know maybe 35 40 minutes of like actually being present and the the lady having her guide us through we did yoga with adrian um it was helpful that she specifically was saying you know like whatever you have today before or after this you know let doesn't matter let it go yeah. da, da, da. so i, I relax your face yeah is your face tense are your shoulder where you know where are you yeah, holding it made this? me like really pay attention to the little things and yeah. all the little parts of my body so that was cool yeah and so we both kind of got some some stress relief out of it as a physical activity, semi-physical activity. It was nice. We felt it, you know, got some pleasure yeah. out of stretching, bringing us back into the present moment. And then for me, just also 
the mindfulness, the yoga, all of that. I mean, the mindfulness piece for me is always paying attention to sort of how I'm engaging with things and thinking about things and reacting to things. So it was a cool experiment again for me just to see like, why am I so reactive towards this thing and putting all these negative spaces on it, yeah. which is just causing me to like fight it for no reason yep. when I could just engage in it and enjoy it like I do, you know, yeah. it's just kind of crazy. Okay. So we can both agree that with the yoga, we sort of floundered a little bit there towards the end. But again, it's just nice to see for ourselves, like, okay, how do we want to approach the next challenge or how do we want to approach future things like this? And are there spaces where when we're both teaming up together <laughs> and we don't want to do something, we really let each other slide a lot because nobody yes. talked about yoga no. for the past like week and a half, two weeks. No, I thought, oh my God, he's not, he's going to say something today for sure. Okay. No, today's the day. He's going to say something for sure. I'm like, yep. oh yeah, we're getting away with this. So we'll give ourselves like a B minus on this. Yeah. We were doing pretty good in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay, so the next challenge, and I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, okay. is we've agreed to, I mean, you know what we've agreed to, but I'm, you thought we were going to write them down afterwards, and I'm going to make you do it here right now. So part of oh, this gosh. is sort of a hybrid off of something that a lot of people do that they say helps with their mental health, positivity, all of that is writing a gratitude list or a gratitude journal each day. I have sort of a thing that I've created that I do with my clients as a check-in before every session. And so, and I, and I do it pretty much every session, even though it seems redundant and all of that, but there's a method to my madness. And part of it is just to help get people geared up to look for these things in their lives. Because when I ask people, people come to therapy a lot and it's, there's a lot of stuff that's been challenging and that they've been struggling with. So they've got that stuff loaded, locked and loaded. But when I start the sessions and go, tell me five things before we get going, Five things that happened this week that made you feel joy, happiness, optimism, excitement, gratitude, love, like all of these different sort of what we would classify as more positive emotions. Mm -hmm. When the first time that I do this with somebody, there's like a blank stare and they're, they're like, what do you mean? You know? And I'm like, it can be literally anything. You can tell me you had cinnamon toast crunch this morning, <laughs> right? Like, and that made you happy. You can tell me that you won the championship football game. I mean, you know, it could be I the smell. You didn't. <laughs> we know you're a star football player. <laughs> but the point of it is to help people develop awareness around the little things. I mean, we recognize the big things, but there's a lot of little good things, quote unquote, I guess, good that, so that are many. happening throughout the day. And so I do this with people to sort of help them over time start developing awareness to look for these things. And you can do what you want with it, right? But like, if you start noticing more things than bad things, we notice a lot of the bad things because of the charge that comes with it. The little good things throughout the day, either you just kind of feel like it's stuff you should be doing anyways, or it's monotonous day-to-day -day stuff, so you let it go. But that's the point of like a gratitude practice is to really focus on these things and stop and go, wow. So that's the first part of it. So I'm gonna put you on the spot, five things. Okay. Um, five things. I'm grateful for our health and for our family's health, um, especially through this pandemic so far. Two, I am grateful. I've had time to revisit things that I stopped doing like cooking and baking. Number three, I'm really happy that I got a hummingbird feeder for the <laughs> first time because we have a bunch of birds around and I've like had time to notice them. 
Uh, so I'm excited for new customers. And am I on five? I think so. Number five, I am. I'm optimistic to go back to work when I do, um, and hopefully feel recharged, even in the midst of all the protocols I might have to follow and weird changes there might be. I'm, I'm optimistic that I'm, I've gotten a lot of positive time to myself to go back and be stronger than ever. Okay. So on that note too, that was kind of a good transition too. So you, yeah. I think you did four or five. We might've let you skip one. I can't remember <laughs> where we were. But the second part of this is three things during the course of this week. And we're going to do this every day. So it's going to be a little more challenging, but three things that you found challenging throughout the day and how did you handle them? And so that's the most important piece for me. We can find a lot of challenging things, especially if you're sort of more geared towards that space where you're seeing a lot of this frustrating stuff happen. And right now there's a lot of it for a lot of us because we're our resources are pretty tapped, right? So for me, the space, the added space of how did you handle it? How did you deal with it? is to help people also develop awareness that that they're actively they're actively solving their own problems or a lot of their problems throughout the day. Some may there's something you can't do, but every time you do something, maybe you had a temper tantrum, maybe you cried, maybe whatever. Mm. But those are also ways of handling something that was challenging for you, right? It doesn't always have to be I handled it by rising to the occasion and like doing the best I could possibly do. It's just what did you do? How did you handle it? What was challenging? How did you handle it? So that we can have a further discussion or for people individually doing this, it just ha- helps you have some further reflection on how do you want to do it next time? What could you have done? Were there things that were out of your awareness that you could have done, but and now in a space of calmness, you start coming up with them, right? So it's to help people get in this like solution-focused place that we're a lot more capable than we think we are, you know? So three things that were challenging for you. Just today. Let's go just today. Oh gosh. Well, we got in a little tiff this morning. That was challenging for me to hold my cool because I wanted to explode back at you. And uh, I knew that would have made things worse. So I, you know, kept fairly calm and knew that it would pass. And that's how I handled that, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, number two, I am, you know, having a little anxiety lately about um, going back to work, kind of spinning off what I ended the positive notes on. There's a lot of things in the media and on my social media right now, uh, you know, all the things to come going back to work, all the new protocols and stuff that gives me anxiety with all of the unknown, how I handle it. Um, I feel like I've gotten lost in a lot of house projects and just knowing truly that there is nothing I can do right now. And just trying to stay present. Yeah, overall. just trying to trying to stay present. Um, do you feel like you've been doing a good job of staying present? Better than I normally do. Do I feel you think it's as a result of mindfulness and yoga the past two months? It truly could be. Just yeah. wanted to really touch on that. Yeah. Go back <laughs> and revisit yeah. those mindfulness <laughs> and yoga topic and focus. No, it really could be. Yeah. And another challenging thing. You burnt the potato. <laughs> Yeah, I burnt the potatoes. And how did you handle it? I ate it anyways. Yeah, so did I. And it didn't really get that burnt. Just a little, just a little extra crispy. That's great. I mean, see, so like, just to, we're making light of that one too. But that was something. I mean, it wasn't that really that distressing or challenging for you. But it was something 
that could have posed a way bigger challenge for somebody else or could have posed a challenge because somebody burnt it, it affected somebody else and they yelled at that, whatever, right? But how did you handle it is the most important piece of it or what did you do to solve the problem? How did you approach it? It's just to help get people in the awareness of there's always options. There's always things that you can Mm -hmm. do. And even if you can't do something, essentially managing your anxiety, right? Breathing into it, like that's some, that's doing something, right? It doesn't always have to be like a an actual like tangible thing that you did, you know? Um, Not exactly sure how many days are in May, but for all of May, we're going to do this. We're going to do it the same way that we do all of our other ones where we do a weekly update on how it's going, what we think it's doing. Is it improving our mental health? Are we noticing more positive? Whatever, right? Uh, but we're going to either at the beginning of the day or the end of the day, write a little list every day, which is going to include the five things that are happy, joyful, excited, love, optimistic, anything that we want to fall on the spectrum of positive, quote, emotions, and then three things that were challenging and how did you handle them? What did you do? But you had said before. I have a section on my website and blog for our 30-day challenges where I put the episodes, a little recap, and the quotes that I choose. So in addition to that, for this challenge, I'm going to add um, a gratitude list and some little templates to make it easy so that you don't have to refer back um, in case you forget how many and what they are. And if you sign up for my uh, positive email list too, I'm going to send out some little extra ones there um, that maybe won't be up on my site. So just a little fun way to follow along. Yeah. And it might make it a little easier for some people or you can do them on your phone or something. Yeah. You can print it out. You could copy it onto paper, whatever. Right. So I really want to encourage people to try along with this one, especially right now. We're moving into the second month basically of this stay at home. We're in California. Other states have different orders, but things are still happening. COVID's still happening, right? So it's scary for a lot of us. Frustrations are high. Tensions are high. This might be a really good time to circle back on just focusing on looking for those things that are also going well, or even looking for the little successes when things have been challenging and you handled it in a way that you felt you know, hopeful about or ha- happy about, or you felt little a little success that you maybe you got in an argument, but you talked to each other afterwards and it was good, like us this morning. So, <laughs> um, so I'm that excited, yeah, for this one. I'm excited yeah. as well, and it hopefully it won't be as you know engaging an hour in a yoga session. Seriously, we can just like yeah. sit there and write. This them is down. cool too, because literally anyone, no matter what age, you know, could um, right. maybe not. <laughs> A two-month-old. <laughs> yeah, maybe not every age. <laughs> Pretty a, a wide variety of range of ages can join in. So yep. easy, positive. Let's do it. All right on. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs>